0: Welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. She's back. I'm back. Back in the podcast groove, groove. <laughs> i can not remember the word Is i it, missed you i missed you too what a great fill-in though hey i don't i mean, I mean that's no second banana
1: i would never complain about what a queen. having to sit down with mariah smith god what a queen guys if you haven't checked out her patreon <gasps> go on over to keeping up with the continuity errors it's k-u-w-u i don't know k-o-n K O N for the <laughs> continuity. Oh yeah, but like keeping like K. <laughs> oh oh, I see you. Oh I see yeah. W T
0: K E. Yes. yes. And she's like a TV writer now, too. Yes. This woman is coming That's into why her own. People were like, where is she? It's like, she's she was bursting open. her shit down. Um, I missed you. I just I missed you. Tell me about New York. Um, you know, New York is fun. It was funny because I it was very much that thing where like you get good weather and you start feeling your brain go like, Hey, and everyone's hey. out like now the trees are leafy green, everyone's out walking, a very cute dog, everyone's sitting at a cafe. It like was so charming and I could feel my brain starting to do that like wait. Is this the best life are people here and then i it was one second and i caught myself was like don't get glamored this is like a vampire glamoring you you know better it is hot and muggy and nasty um it it tricks you it wants you to think it's like a. it needs
1: your energy yeah so new york will like make you think that this is gonna be great
0: but then it's no it it was (laughs) i i i thought better but i did a very fun thing that i was very proud of myself for which is that um i had plans one of the night and they fell through and I was like only there for a couple of nights for work and I was like hmm, okay I guess I could sit in my room and I love a hotel room I love a bathroom mm-hmm. I love ordering room service and I was gonna do that and then I was like you know what you're in New York you're in Manhattan you're in and I was like it at the freehand which is a great hotel that I will plug ooh, I'm not sponsored by ooh. but really really fun cool hotel in like Gramercy and I decided I was it was like 5 30 And I looked it up and I saw that Beetlejuice, (sighs) the musical, started at seven at Times Square and I bought like one little loan ticket back row back corner for like 60 bucks Ooh. ran out my little hotel door got on like the busy ass commuter trains popped out at Times Square now where was that hotel you were Um, like Gramercy so it wasn't that far it was okay, like three yeah. stops yeah um, like I got there early where I was like oh I guess I'm in Times Square and I need to have time to kill and I've got a drink Um, <laughs> I guess I'll go to the ESPN zone I was like what do I do drink? there's a place I found called the Rum House that I guess is in Birdman oh. it's like the Bar from Birdman. <gasps> cool. Um, you always guys look, Jessica knows all the I, cool looks- she's just cool
1: she's got, got the hot tips on Times Square New York she's got <laughs> yeah. reverse Billie Eilish hair right now I know because Billie does the, the green, green root green root in the black hair I gotta stick to it I gotta let her do her, her. yeah you're the, what happens when she
0: matures yes I need to be the older Eilish and
1: you have glow-in-the-dark nails my nails are
0: very fun glow-in-the-dark blue right now they're purple but they turn glow-in-the-dark blue so I'm doing cool. a whole thing but so my so ha- I, I got very inspired because yes. I saw Beetlejuice um, and by the way, I know people say this stuff and it's annoying. Go do stuff by yourself. It's fun. It's cool. It's weird. I never go like I used to be really good about seeing movies by myself and and go do this, like anything like that. And I haven't in so long. And I got to feel so smug. And I got like a big old wine. And ooh, I got like a ooh. little blitzed. Uh, and I had the best time and ate a big giant Kit Kat. And it's such a fun musical. And it's exciting because also it's sort of a a fun little UCB thing where it was co-written by by Anthony King, who mm -hmm. former artistic director of um, UCB New York. Anthony King and his writing partner, Scott Brown, wrote the book. um, Um, And 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 his wife is Kate Spencer, who we love from from Forever 35. Um, And so it was it it felt kind of like, well, it's cool to see any musical. It's cool to go do a New Yorkie silly thing. But it felt like exciting to support a, a huge achievement of a ucb person i want to see it so badly well and then i came back and i've been obsessed with purple and green together so now that's why oh. i got my nails purple and then i don't know if you can see it you can see it popping out a little oh, bit yeah. in my bun she put a i got my color done this weekend and i had her put a little a purple, little purple streak. streak so i'm a little be- beetle juicing around here i
1: have not listened to the show's album yet but i like saw a clip of the
0: girl singing dead
1: mom Mm-hmm Uh, her voice
0: is like the thing that is really like a rocker yeah Yeah. like i don't know if that's just a voice she's doing for the show she's like 18 but it's i i let's see uh, let me see if i can phrase this i think broadway voices are very impressive but they are a very specific homogenous sound to me they're not like what you would listen to on the radio No, and she to me has like a cool indie rocker voice like she started singing and i was like oh my god that's like a cool voice on broadway absolutely yeah and it's funny because the rest of the singers don't they all sing normal broadway so it makes her voice like really pop and that's she's cool. so special that's why i told you when my voice teacher was like you have like a musical theater voice i was ah, like all
1: right okay lady okay I i'm picking it. up what you're putting down i get it you're not trying to
0: listen to it for pleasure <laughs> um it was really fun and everyone go see it in new york and i'm sure it'll tour around after that and it's just like a ton of fun and the last thing i'll say is like they pull a lot of fun parts from the movie, but and they do such a great job. And also, there's so much new stuff. And so, uh, good job, and Anthony you King. Pro- probably, probably haven't seen the movie. No, in so long. and they just like it, they recall it in very fun ways. It's just do they use cool. the shake, shake? Yes. shake I don't want to spoil it. Okay, but okay. they You definitely That's get just one get, of my favorite parts of the film. You so. get all the parts you want. Let me say, I'll say that. I think okay. you, I think it's fair to say that you get all the parts you want, except Michael Keaton and Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin. Right. Which
1: you know, Gina Davis is. is so good, so good, so good. She can have any hair color she wants. Did you know that about her? I can see that now that she you said it. She has been blonde, red, brunette, black. Like she's Woo. had all the colors of hair, and
0: I think that's very important. I think that's very important. She's so that's versatile as an actor. Tell me about Marcy. You, I haven't even seen you or gotten to really see you. It's, we been like yeah we, well, we saw, did
1: something last night we saw Hustlers We saw Hustlers last and it night was so good oh my god it's very fun to see a movie with Trish because she's affected by everything oh my god what
0: a roller coaster. I could feel the the palpable ride you were on sitting next to her
1: yeah she was like <gasps> upset she's like no don't oh my god like
0: she was like this is bad this
1: is very bad like she was like saying that kind of stuff
0: it was very funny and then she cried twice and it's very fun I think that should be our new little movie club if we can lure her out oh my god
1: absolutely so there's something what's going on there's something trying
0: to go up my nose from the microphone um and also I haven't seen you since you did your trip to Utah I did such a short trip to Salt Lake City Salt Lake City sorry yeah 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 yeah. well that's in Utah
1: um yeah it was just so quick to fan x and it was very funny because I was with people who were recognized and I was like <laughs> no one's taking pictures with me i'll hold i'll take the photo yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> um uh, I, I saw some theater this weekend too you did I went to see Latin History for Morons by the one the only John Leguizamo oh I've like seen a, people posting about a that one man show okay. um, and it was great he does say the n-word twice and I feel interesting like interesting choice he did not learn from J-Lo's experience of saying it oh
0: what was the J-Lo story J-Lo
1: said it in the song with Ja Rule oh god I don't think I remember that I'm
0: real the way she says the N word I have no memory of it I've blocked it out and I'll I'll have to listen to it after and
1: I can't go all without you yeah she says now people love and people hating me
0: and there's like a uh, yeah
1: okay okay she says the the N word with an A like on the end and Jennifer and that was a long time ago and I think people still don't love it um, mm-hmm. it was very quickly discovered sh- that was not a cool thing for her to do um, and then yeah John Leguizamo he was he said it in a show too the same way and I was like I
0: don't know guys are you guys not getting your emails because <laughs> we've sent memos And I have to imagine many people this was workshopped this yeah we was... sent like a group a mass email to all <laughs> the non black people <laughs> to tell them just don't We're, yeah it's yeah. the same um, email that Kim Kardashian never gets never gets about she, braids it's and- in her spam folder <laughs> that's about the her prop- boxer braids yeah that's
1: the problem it's in her spam folder mm-hmm. so that's why doesn't arrive she, um and then i was just telling you that like something on the way home from work i just got into like the most foul mood i don't know why it's better now it's a little better now it's because i'm here and
0: bo's curled up and he's <sighs> looking you know, at we you. were
1: fighting like he bit my elbow bo yeah i mean we were fighting we were we were having we were not getting along
0: this is disappointing I mean, he
1: could pick up on my
0: mood though i think so
1: anyway well you're here we're here
0: listen as far as i know this is like a season premiere that we're sharing together what did you think about the season premiere tell us
1: your quick top line thoughts of like any highlights that like you want i mean i
0: think it's pretty great to dive right into the party drama you know like i think that that's that's what we came for, yes. you know, and it's like it is confusing, like the the like Kanye of it all is confusing for me. What, but, what's, what do you mean? Or the, just the like the thing it took a minute for my head to get around the whole like issue, which then picks back up on yes. this episode, which we'll get into. But the like issue that Tristan had with. Um, Kanye and the song and all that um, but- I, well also like a lot of people are not as well versed at
1: Kanye lyrics as I am but yes. that song Runaway away is about it's like run away from the douchebags yes you know yeah and and he's calling himself a douchebag but I think in the context it was used he's calling Tristan yes uh, a a user and a douchebag yes
0: yes and it's like the layering of it is so um Kardashian you yes. know like I just that tickles me even though it's complicated but I think it all it all was like a juicy start and like I think it's the drama that you know it, it, it didn't feel hijinksy. like nope. I think it was like thank okay god. here we go let's get into this thank god thank
1: god um all right should we get into some news yeah then?
0: let's get in some news all right
1: we have news item number one Kanye said, no more
0: makeup for my daughter, Northwest. Interesting. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm curious what your thoughts are, because I have a lot of thoughts about ch- children and makeup. Yeah. Well,
1: we should just read yeah, yeah, yeah So, let's see. Kim is saying uh she loves makeup but her dad won't let her wear it. I think he had it. He changed all the rules. I'd let her wear, you know, she has a little red for Christmas and I'd let her wear a red lip or I'd let her do one pop of something. I'd let her if she's wearing a black dress, a black lip. Uh and then apparently so She's like, so I got in a little trouble for that, so no more makeup. I guess Kanye said he... I want to know his thought process yeah. behind it. I do think, look, it is all what we make of it. Yeah. It is a weird little sexualization, though.
0: I struggle with but it. But it's hard, because it's like, who is it coming from? Right, like, like, is it? it's a bit of a chicken before egg, right? Yeah. Because it's like, well... Yeah, yeah like, because my niece started wanting to wear makeup. Now she is twice the age. Of- she's 12, but I would say, uh, or she's 11 now, but I would say starting like 8, 9. She okay. started really wanting to wear like lipstick and makeup and like even at my wedding it became such a weird thing because she w- was like putting on a lot of makeup and my sister, like because we were all just getting ready together and she was kind of just like you know, no one was really keeping an eye because there's so much going on and mm-hmm. I like finally looked over and she had on like, just like also kind of looked crazy to me, like yes. had lots of blush and bright red lipstick and like Cute. mascara and it was just like a nine-year-old Uh-oh. and i was like or eight she would have been eight then and i remember just being like uh but i was also like if my sister doesn't care i don't yeah. want to parent her kid for her and ultimately like to your point yeah. like well it's about the fact that it's making me feel weird it's yes. like why we don't like when young girls show their bodies like we were talking about last night with the butts hanging out of shorts yes. it's like i i don't want to shame it and also it is a weird feeling yes i think that's it
1: yeah i don't know where i fall on it like i can see both sides but it really is a chicken or the egg when it comes to society and how it's viewed Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i guess it's like hey there are some there's a way i understand it and as a father he sees that his child is photographed every day. Yes. And that's an
0: important piece. He has the knowledge that there are perverts and, and And that her image is like accessible to so many people. He can't
1: get it back. None of the nothing like, so, and, you know, hopefully she will never, ever be even a moment alone in her life. All those, how terrible is that? But like, I could see in that way that like, it is sort of like, a safety sort of like I don't want my child this like their image to be this way out there I also or,
0: think sometimes for me it's it can be because you're like
1: stopping a child's creativity because yeah. of what the world perceives
0: I, sometimes it can even be like simpler But it kind of goes either way. But it's like, it's like how I've, well, this has come up before because I think I offended Trish with this because I was like, this thing about making kids look cool, you know, Mm. like giving boys like faux hawks and stuff. Right. And I have this opinion that's like, well, don't they have the rest of their lives to think about like their looks and outfits and coolness? But I think that having some time to mull that over more, I do think that like, kids uh, have a lot of self-expression and they're not qualifying it in that way you know that they're just like i like it i want to do that i like that i want to put that on my face also
1: it's i don't know it's like a different thing if a child wants it versus if a parent wants it for yes but with kim it's sort of like oh you're just obsessed with like your body and makeup and stuff (laughs) so like
0: that's all north knows well that's i mean that's like it's her yeah it's her family business now
1: when i was going into ninth grade my mom the summer before took me makeup shopping and she said you cannot go to high school without wearing makeup
0: really yes now this is interesting and I was 13 and and what was she talking about? She like, was like, people can't see you without
1: with a bare face in public. You never know who you're gonna meet. And is she like a fully always oh, done? Yeah. yeah, Southern baby. <laughs> I was re- I rebelled against it though. I did not like. I was not interested in that.
0: Yeah. So it's sort of weird. I love that though. That's so I interesting. I hated it. <laughs> I, I was like, I I hated it. Yeah. You did you ever have like a makeup phase? I
1: mean no more than i have right now where i'm like yeah i guess make me look less red but i i used to wear like eyeshadow every single day when i lived in new york like yeah. that was always part of the routine but i think it's just because i truly believe that you were not allowed to go out without it i mean i think it's a very
0: it's like a, it's a very normal feel and especially yeah. like what like, a shitty way to feel though i know that, like your face is not acceptable to the public I do feel like because I wear makeup every day not a lot but I wear makeup and I do sometimes get this feeling of like I need to push through and have like a couple makeup free days but I wouldn't go to work without makeup that's sad to me I'll think that like I would rather be late or miss something I would never walk into work without makeup and I see coworkers like lots of women I work with will just have like a day off or whatever and not have makeup on and I'm always like (gasps) but I couldn't I would I would like I have to Well, ruined, ruined. We're ruined. Um, this is this was interesting to me. This Chloe one. Oh boy, I saw this, and I was because I flew back on nine eleven. Um, is that a great day to fly or a bad day? I had no issue with it. I mean, leaving has everyone sort of like moved on from the fear of. I felt like there was no weirdness on the plane or the airport or anything. They did make an announcement which was interesting. They were like, we just want to take a moment to acknowledge the like flight, flight crew and like, um, first responders that we all lost. Not saying it was like a jet blue. Um, and then they offered free cocktails to any first responders that were on the oh, plane. Oh, that's so great. Um, and they had like a moment of silence on the plane and then we took off, but which was kind of funny because I do think everybody probably, I was not scared. I was not thinking about it, but I was like, oh, this really must remind everybody right before takeoff. Like yeah. we couldn't do it once we were
1: like in the air. But I it, guess it's just a little reminder too for any hijackers. Um, we're aware we of what rem- you want to do. We remember.
0: Okay. We're just not asleep Just in as case anyone was going to like think about it like Don't. we didn't forget just and we never will um, but I did see this tweet on 9-11 <laughs> it was also very weird to wake up just being in New York on 9-11 in general but I woke up and saw this tweet and I was like huh so uh-huh. on 9-11 which, uh, this year is the 18th anniversary it's September um, 11th attacks, Chloe tweets proud to be Armenian with a little Armenian flag and I went huh okay it <laughs> feels unrelated yeah i wonder what-, what happened i almost feel like she like first i was like did she is it a typo because you know it suggests the flag for you yeah and i was like maybe she meant proud to be american and then it suggested armenian and then she was like you know what I am. And then went with Armenia. But it got, you know, it got a lot of backlash. So people were like, I love your heart, but on 9-11 it might be more appropriate to say you are proud to be an American. Yeah. Um, And just generally, you know, you should be uh, you should be more aware of the fact. Good job acknowledging the 9-11 anniversary, Chloe. (laughs) I wonder like what What was she thinking? I
1: mean, maybe it's just something I don't know. Like maybe it was like,
0: oh, Armenians... Stepped up and helped, or yeah, maybe Could there's. It, I don't know. Could just be something I don't know. It's more. I think it's. It's hard to find it offensive. I think it's more like that, mysterious. Yeah. I find yes. it very mysterious. Like it's like that to just be feeling your Armenian pride on nine eleven. It makes you go pourquoi 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 But we know they love they love their Armenian yes. roots. They no, no big, big, it no all. big no surprise. They love America. They love God. They love
1: God. I will say that we talked about at work. Um, like about like do you, any kind of like like what happened like where were you those days oh, yeah. but I, we also were like hey remember when osama bin laden was killed i was on an airplane when he when it was announced that he was killed i was at a party and the air but the pilot came over the loudspeaker and he <gasps> changed all of our channels like on our he turned on all of our tvs what and they turned it on to cnn and he's like it was like Osama bin Laden has been killed. Oh my goodness. And it was just like and everyone started clapping oh my and God. I was just like, I <laughs> under I understand. Like I <gasps> cogni cognitively, like this yes, we should be happy. I I don't I, I it was for me as I mean, he's it was so complicated I the think feelings that, like, that the, I felt. That's
0: like a very bizarre. I was just like, are we? yeah okay Okay. but uh, yeah um yeah it's interesting like i was reading something that was talking about how like the generation behind us like i guess like generation z especially like is finds the um the reaction to 9 11 and the like hyper patriotism of it all, like bizarre. Like it is so foreign to them. Yeah. I and mean, it's so weird to remember. It's because, uh, yeah, like we did not grow up in that
1: sort of thing. And it was like a, a real like shot of cold water in the face of like, <gasps> oh my god that you know whatever not to like rehash 9-11 guys we all start from the beginning (laughs) but it it, so I guess for them they're just like this is just what
0: it is yeah I think it's like and then there's
1: and then for them it's like every single day there's been something bad my whole life life. so like what are you guys talking about it didn't like
0: disrupt like there's for us it was like you know yeah a general life of normalcy especially if you were a younger person and then getting like absolutely rocked and yanked out of your world and then, did you yeah. know this could happen did you know did this you know? could did happen you know? Uh-huh. and now it's like yeah every day it's some like horrific news story it's so like day-to-day existence is so different
1: yeah yeah.
0: yeah, interesting. Well, anyway, um, hey guys, on. More so Courtney on Kylie. Um, I, I love I, this. I thought this of was all great. the
1: people to get a little soundbite about Kylie's success. It's so funny to get it from Courtney.
0: She was on the Real. Uh, it's just a TV show. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a TV show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Courtney is on the Real this week, and I guess talking about Kylie Jenner's billionaire status, and she goes. Oh, yes. She was she was talking to, to uh, Tim, Tamara Mowry and that crew. Oh, and Adrian. She's yeah. on that. And she said, quote, probably subconsciously, it makes us feel like, when is it enough? And that's the thing I always think to myself. When is it enough? Because they don't like missing out on certain things like doing my kids homework or certain after school activities for different things like that. Courtney explained which is so funny this is the most courtney line the idea of like that this has become the hill that she will die on which is that like I don't want your lives because I care about my kids more than you guys care about your kids It is so infuriating
1: can you the, in the can, inherent
0: insult that they're that they're all mothers
1: it's so like I'm not a mom so I can't really understand fully but as someone from the outside who doesn't have children, it's like what are you doing that they aren't just also why can't i you? mean like in this episode you're taking pictures in a thong bikini well exactly while your children are running around and chloe like wrangles them for you you're like, just not, not is, as successful it's crazy like maybe she's just around them
0: more hours of the day but it's like everyone else is always with their children too it but and You're not like it's, off living, you know, in Idaho on a ranch running like as a lawyer, like you are as much in the machine as the rest of them. To your point, you are doing everything. You're participating in everything. You're just not invited to as many things and you're not given as much opportunity in merchandising and deals as them. But you would. Don't you think at the end of the day <laughs> she would? would what take every deal she could get no you don't don't think so
1: no you don't think she would be as successful as kylie if she could no she doesn't want to work oh i know Uh, yes yes and even if she didn't have a child yeah she would still be like i need me time like that's just who she is like and i think that's what i find so crazy It's, it's not about her being a mom no, it's about her wanting her work all ethic. of the things she wants to decorate her house. She wants to be an architectural digest. She wants to have a push. But it's like, what did you do
0: alone to get any of that? And that's why you can feel it like <sighs> the ire that it brings out in the sisters, particularly Kim, you yeah. know?
1: And like, I don't think Kim wants to take anything away from anyone, but... It is like a real slap in the face and truly like I'm saying this, this is not about her wanting to be a full time mom. It's about her not contributing to what her life is and then expecting everyone to to see her way and then continue to help her succeed with the li- with
0: least amount of effort. While she shits on their choices. While, she,
1: while yeah, simultaneously saying, Shitting like, on them, I'm a
0: better mom and I care more than you one do. One of the cruelest, most, like, impossible to justify insults. No. That, like, makes every, that is the root of every mom's, like, crumbling insecurity and fear and how much she levels it at her Ugh. sisters and everyone is so it's nasty she's
1: like become number one hypocrite in this family yeah, and i know a lot sucks. of our listeners like love
0: her and they I hate love her
1: too but she's a we, they, they take they don't like how hard of a stance we take on
0: her but i truly do think that she is slapping a gift horse wait looking a gift horse yeah, in the mouth and slapping it <sighs> i think it's just the thing i think it's she gets to be however she wants to be but I do think you hear a lot of inherent judgment and that oh. she uses this motherhood card and there, here's the thing there was a moment where it made sense she had three kids there were less kids in the family she like had the motherhood corner yes I just don't think that that's fair anymore
1: she's got four she kids she Ugh. has four kids a husband that let me tell you he's not Making her life easier. <laughs> even if she's Aaron loving him. She has multiple work too. Yeah. She ugh, we'll get into this episode. I think Courtney was so offensive
0: in this episode. Oh my God, she was off the rails. So Okay. Next. What should
1: we move to? Oh. Um so Kim helped get yeah. an inmate at the
0: DC jail get his life sentence reduced she's chipping away at it she's just moving along in this it's crazy so I think I'm gonna pronounce this incorrectly but give M- it a mama Lou Stewart an
1: inmate convicted of murder for shooting multiple rounds into the head and back of a man named Mark Rosebure 22 years ago when Stewart was just 16 Stewart was sentenced to to life for the crime along with the teen who committed it with him Kareem McCraney. Last year, McCraney became the first inmate in D.C. released under a 2017 law called the Incarceration Reduction Amendment Act. So, uh, in February, Stewart applied to be released under the same law, which allows the court to reconsider life sentences handed down to some juveniles if if they've shown rehabilitation. In July, Kim West met with Stewart at the library in D.C. jail, D.C. jail, to assess whether she felt he was truly ready to be released and apparently she did
0: so now at the age
1: of 39 he's already served 22 and a half years that's crazy so he's been locked up since he was 16 years old Uh, and she says i believe he's truly deserving of this opportunity uh, Momalu is a genuine example of transformation that can take place when a person commits their life to personal atonement and helping lead others to their own redemption so I, let's see where does it say how she got it reduced did you see that no, no. I mean I have not I, okay Okay, so I had to look it up um, so it seems as if um, the assistant US attorney Timothy Cahill or Cahill um says that he's not ready to be released but he's not opposed to having stewart released in eight to ten years Mm, and so reduced it does sound like and that was yeah that was but she was having his life sentence reduced so i see um it is like a uh, what an insanely violent crime but he has gotten his GED in prison and like totally reformed it seems as if
0: so like yeah i think it's a good reminder that it's not just like that she is it truly innocent people out and that it's about the larger which is more complicated topic of prison reform you know it's not just getting people out and getting them exonerated or whatever it is it's like it's about reducing sentences it's about like um rehabilitation and like viewing the incarceration system differently overall um and reducing life sentences are a big part of that because those are proven well i don't know what it's proven i shouldn't talk like i do but well Kim.
1: it's proven they don't get to go anywhere They are <laughs> stuck there
0: and that is it proven. is really hard um
1: because like when someone like murders someone in such a clearly gruesome and violent way you're like well a
0: lot of commenters to kim's tweet that are like wait what it is
1: it is a more complicated
0: case than like that someone taken in a on the non-violent floor. you know like Alice Marie Johnson. Yep, I know. And the other guy too, that, that other public one, that they have been more like, yeah, benign in a sense, you yes. know, or like drugs, like murder is a big step for Kim to associate herself yeah. with.
1: But I guess it's just showing that like she is ready to get in the muck. She's like doing she's it. going to, you know, she's going to get, and also like, it's not like she did it by herself. There's a law passed yeah. that and she has lets her team. juveniles like assess juvenile cases
0: well go kim keep Um, it
1: up all right i saw this clip of caitlin jenner at alec baldwin's roast and it's it's honestly a very solid
0: joke it's a solid joke and listen this may be the only time we've ever complimented her well delivered so i guess as
1: you could only imagine at a roast Caitlin was subject to a lot of dick jokes Mm -hmm. about hers being cut off. So in response to it, also, Blake Griffin said, thank you for giving all your daughters, the entire NBA and rappers and athletes everywhere want to thank you for giving all of your daughter's daddy issues. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. Caitlin says, all of you are making these silly comments and jokes about how I kind of cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) Let me remind you, it made Kylie Jenner the youngest self-made billionaire in history. It made Kendall Jenner the highest paid model in the world. It made 10 children in total and is coming up on 20 grandchildren. All to say that it has done its job. Oh wait, that's not a part of the joke, but, but, but yeah. Uh, so she says, um, "I didn't cut it off; I just retired it."
0: Oh, 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 get him, Caitlin. That's funny. It's a good joke. I liked it. It was bit. It's hey, that's fair. I don't usually love taking credit for women's hard work, but I uh, I like this joke, <laughs> and and she's not wrong. Yeah, it is important she, to I remember the
1: idea of like for someone to be like, yes. I
0: can't erase any of the stuff. I just retired it. Just retired it. It, it worked hard. Um, it's great. Uh, then we, there's a speaking of Kendall. There's a couple Kendall items. One, um, she has blonde. She went hair. blonde today. That's really I, wait. All, I
1: could not believe when I like was looking for news items to like type in Kendall Jenner, and to see like forty articles about that she dyed her hair blonde. It was
0: huge. <laughs> I mean it's crazy. It's crazy that this is how this world works is that it's her like
1: sisters die their hair. Kim
0: every... was this maybe Kendall's first blonde moment? Sure. I think that's why. They also love to go blonde at fashion week. But um yeah, it was like a lot it looks really real. We know that they fuck with wigs, but yes, but it, no, it seems like her It looks is. like it really is her hair. Um yeah, there isn't a lot to say, but it's blonde she's blonde blonde. she's blonde it's accurate and then there was a little spat this week um i'm curious i mean it was certainly about the the um the show being back but because like kim did so much press and was all over like the today show and all the morning shows um and kendall too and so i guess when kendall was on one of the morning shows um she was talking about the name of the fourth baby oh kendall was on Um, sorry fallon she was on fallon and uh they were talking about kim and kanye's newest baby psalm west and kendall said kim made me come to her house and help her pick a name and it was this whole thing she would not let me leave the house until we figured out a name and then ended up going with a name that i didn't even like I didn't care for as much Mm -hmm. i think they're all really beautiful but i was rooting for another name uh which is pretty rough and (laughs) then i guess to say about your like nephew that you don't like their name um and then uh when kim was on live with kelly and ryan kim was like uh well you should say it to me don't say it on tv and they had a little back and forth um which was all good natured but I was like that. I do think that that's pretty rough to publicly be like, if you're like the aunt to be like, oh, yeah, I thought you hated that name. <laughs> so? <laughs> like, it's so rough, although it's a weird
1: name. it It is a lot, too. But, like it doesn't like Mariah said it last week. Yeah. She's like, we have to live with this longer before we know how we feel about it. Well,
0: she says she talks about how she named Northie North. And she was like, she said, I know that Northwest is a very unique name. I didn't name her for maybe three or four days. I looked at her and I said a prayer with her. And I was like, I pray to a God that you can handle your name. I hope you are this name that I'm choosing. It was really emotional for me. You can't go higher than North. Now she is so her name. There would be no other name for my baby but Aww. North. They really do become their name. And I thought that was really beautiful. And I do, it's like, could you imagine her as anything, anything but no. Northwest? So I'm sure there'll be a world where Psalm West sounds just as normal as anything oh, we've ever yeah. heard. It'll be so normal. will be so will so... be naming Psalm and Saint and Psalm Shy. Saint. Psalm Saint, Shy North. Psalm Saint, Shy North <laughs> is a vocal warm up. <laughs> um I think that's it for the news. That is it for the news. So let's get into this episode. I have no notes, so okay. I need you to guide so me. I'm gonna guide my friend. Guide along. me. So, I watched and I was texting with you because I was like, this is a pretty wild one. And I one. was like, I'm passing out. I know. <laughs> it just happened to be on when I yeah. when we got home from Hustler.
1: Hustler's so good, guys. So good, go so good. Please Hustlers. go see it. Please
0: go support it. Female directed, female produced, starring.
1: Oh. I was so mad at work today. I was telling you that like two mm. coworkers were like, it wasn't good and i was like
0: i don't even need to know i don't need to know if you didn't like it you didn't you weren't you didn't want to like it Mm -hmm. that's my that's my piece Uh, although i will say the
1: trailer cuts
0: a different movie
1: oh you think it is not it does not live up to the trailer of oh i don't know i the don't the trailer that I agree. feels more like girls trip and the tone of this is not that kind of like oh it's not like fun yeah. crazy that's I could not see what that. this is it's a more serious piece yeah. of based on a real real crime i mean there were fun moments in it but it is not like a, <laughs> like even that moment like in the trailer where Constance Wu was is like help me help me my," and then like immediately snaps, snaps out of it it's like yeah. that's not how it's played
0: no the scene it plays a bit different
1: yeah so it's so i think if you were expecting that
0: that's not what you were given it's less of a romp but yeah ooh, ooh, it's romp, good no I romp. Think, but it's like a yeah it's 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 a movie it's like, still legit. I think I'm voting JLo J-Lo's Oscar gonna, all the way. She's going to be nominated. What did we for say it? last
1: night? She'll win an Emmy. <laughs> I said she's going to win an Emmy for this. If anyone could win an Emmy for a movie, it's JLo. You got, um, you got it. Okay. So we have like kind of four storylines a little bit. Okay. Which is um and I'll just go through them. Yeah. The Tristan and Chloe co parenting. We got Kim sick. We got Courtney's fortieth birthday. And mm-hmm. then we got Kanye Sunday service. So, oh yes. yeah. yeah so four. I think we just kind
0: of pick up on the Kim sick thing. Okay. So she
1: did get an ultrasound on her joints.
0: Interesting to see that. I've never seen that like how a joint ultrasound works. She does
1: not have lupus R or R A. Mm. She has psoriatic arthritis, which is is very um common with psoriasis
0: yeah so that's, i will say i have a friend who has I, I don't know anyone with lupus but i have a friend with uh rheumatoid arthritis and it's really tough yeah really tough it's like it's it's a it's a real to-do yeah it wouldn't wish it no
1: so that was that that's
0: all congrats um, kim and then Kanye sur- sunday service i think we can like it's pretty much that they go to Coachella.
1: Yeah. And it's the
0: reason they're out at Palm Springs at that mega house.
1: There is a very funny moment where Kim is like, seriously, you guys, your health is your wealth. <laughs> also, I could not help but notice this was like a really nipple heavy episode, like hard nips galore. Oh,
0: yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just like it was really nippy.
1: Yeah. And we talked about Chloe, I mean Courtney taking her thirst trap pictures. Yes, rolling well, around at that pool. I mean it was just so funny to see her cuz we were talking yesterday about butts being very in. butts are so exposed like butts and thongs. Thongs are like at the if you were at the beach this summer you saw people Doing not even it. not even Europeans. You no. saw American people wearing Teenage girls. Thongs. thongs. Thong, thong, thong. And so Courtney is like rolling around in this pool <laughs> with her th- high waisted thong which is the funniest way to wear a thong I believe oh, a high waisted one yes and then Penelope is like behind her rolling around behind her mom's butt which is all like hey no one cares it's your body it's your family it's a great body but it is so weird like in this scene too Kim was like wearing a very teeny yellow bikini yes and just like sitting there in front of Corey like chatting it up and and, and
0: like I was like is that weird for any of them I, it's so... It, I wonder so much about like what is normal and what's not in their world and I was like I think the way that that scene played for me where she was like Chloe was so casual and was like you got a lot of options and I was like oh I think this is like wait Chloe wait or sorry who was taking the photos Kim was taking the photos no Chloe was, Chloe was taking, taking the photos I just didn't
1: know which, which scene you were talking about sorry with
0: the swimsuit like taking the swimsuit yes. pics and it was like oh you have a lot of options you're good and I was like oh I really think this is their whole lives is that like they just photograph each other yeah that they're just each other's Instagram boyfriends And they all just like, they just all day is like knowing is just taking photos of each other. It was so strange. And then the kids just see it. And that's like, because imagine like there's always been kids growing up with like beautiful, wealthy parents and like hot model moms and you know tale as old as time like that's all of Beverly Hills is right but like how bizarre to grow up for all the reasons it would be bizarre to grow up as like the children of Kardashians but that you see them like all that's still happening they're putting all that work into their looks that's obviously a big to do but then you watch them also like manage the imaging of it and the photographing of it and like that piece is like a new part of like if you are a child growing up watching your beautiful parent
1: yeah and I guess it's like what can you put them in that they won't look that like they're just gonna look that good that's just good um uh, then we had the easter sunday this looked nice yes lots of celebs lots of celebs they had the sunday service so it was coachella so basically every celebrity in coachella when chris jenner says would you like to come back to our place for some ham they're all like yes ma'am yes (laughs) of
0: course we'll have easter at chris jenner's i'm calling it i'm gonna stick with mega house
1: mega house it was so funny to have Kim say, say hi to Two Chains. Oh my God, I know. Chicago, say <laughs> hi to Two Chains. It was truly uh. like watching all those like mega stars become like. Yeah, like teens and Christmas. Oh my god, watching host. like
0: um Alexander Wang just like have to listen to Courtney like ramble <laughs> and you're like, that is fucking Alexander Wang. That's it's, Alexander Wang. That's a name on like a shoe it to is me. So funny how like well one, that he
1: she was not picking up on the clues <laughs> multiple times. Less. Not even just with him, with other people that they want you to stop talking about this. It's so They're like, well, girl, at least you're
0: here now. She's like, well, I couldn't have like, she oh, just my kept God, digging back in the her inability to read anyone talking to her is that that alexander Wang conversation was killing me? i will give it to her she is clearly in it right now so i will have compassion about that and maybe when we when we yeah i'm sure 40 is is a big one and a tough one and we know i don't know because i'm very young and we'll never find out i'll never find out um
1: also i was struck by like the amount of celebrity that was around them in this episode yeah in a way where i was like oh they're at the top like we know they're at the top and that they're worldwide known, but like to think about, like, yeah, they're the people that when you go to their house, all the famous celebrities are like, oh, thank you so much for having us. Oh, oh my, my God, God, this is
0: so lovely. They, to have, like, to think about, especially for something like that, like mm-hmm. a daytime Easter family with the kids running around, because you gotta imagine they're probably a lot more protective about anything that the kids are at. And it's like, oh, that, yeah, that's the apex. Yeah. That is like the apex of celebrity of like, and also think about it. It's it's the thing we always say about this podcast and why we started it in the family is it's like, it is literally the intersection of the coolest fashion, the coolest music, the coolest athletes, like all the, those are the actual physical people executing it. Yeah. Like they're all wandering around that house in that scene and you're like, Chance and Alexander Wang and, it, and mind-blowing Kanye himself and you're just like Jesus Christ! Like so much of the art and like uh like style and it's, influence is like coming out of the people all gathered in that little house. It
1: is like when you hear stories about like the grand parties they used to have yeah. under in the apartments under Penn Station, yeah, in New York City, or or like what. Does that- Oop, you're Is cutting this, out. Uh, come out don't leave uh, me i'm cutting out do, oh do. yeah
0: or um like the moulin rouge the yeah. artists who would be there like it's where you're like oh it was all these artists hanging out and they came up with this this movement and you're yeah. like who does that and then you're like well i don't think we name stuff any anymore and everything moves too fast but yeah. it's the same feeling where it's like these are people that are all inspired by each other they're putting like each other in their like fashion campaigns and cameoing on their music and it's like they're all intermixing and it's like yeah it's inside christian it's always been this way i guess it's just now it's at chris's house
1: um i really did love how much kanye was truly glowing and watching him chase saint around (gasps) they're like they're like brothers to me almost like like they they really like
0: remind me they feel that feels north feels so his daughter and saint feels so his son because he's yes. really like mischievous yes and so cute oh my god and i really love that picture at the end where kim is like
1: you get an egg if you look at the camera god. and then north was just really striking poses
0: back there she was like putting her arms up
1: she's <laughs> like really doing the, the world is
0: not ready for what north is bringing i'm scared of her all right the first scion of the kanye kim union so we let's go to do we want to do Tristan and Chloe. We'll do Tristan and
1: Chloe. Yeah, just let's for the... get it out of the way because it's depressing. Oh, God. So, Chloe, we cut back to the party. Chloe is crying. Oh, this
0: made me so sad. It was
1: so sad to just see her. This is the moment post Uh, kanye having a a conversation with tristan and so but i in this moment like i understood which i didn't get last week she's not mad at kanye no she's just like she's furious at
0: tristan for like why are you doing this how could you go up and feel like a victim and how could you engage with my brother-in-law about like something that about That you perceive you've been victimized in. Like, you have perpetrated all of this. You are the villain and you are invited here by like the skin of your fucking teeth. Mm -hmm. It's so hard for her. And that, yeah, to find out that like he's going up to her brother in law, Kanye, and like picking a fight about some because he thinks he's being victimized. Yeah. Which to your point, Is because he is acknowledging that he's a bad guy. Yeah. And it's like, hey, dog, you don't get to have your cake. Dog, you don't
1: get to have it. Dog, you don't get to have your cake. Now, you know who pissed me off in the scene? Who? Penelope. Ah, She said, you should fight a different time because there's all these kids here. And I said, mind your fucking business. (laughs) Penelope, you've never been on on my good side and you're this is not helping you
0: (laughs) yeah i'm not a big poo shed i i in a world of rainies Um, and you should find another time because there's like all these kids here but also i know that a big i'm acknowledging the scene was shooting so, is this how we buttoned a scene? This is right down the barrel, as I say.
1: <laughs> uh, it was nice, though. <laughs> the next day, Kim uh, was talking to Chloe, and we find that Kanye texted... You know, Chloe, to be like, I'm so sorry about that, and she's Sweet. like, I'm not mad at him at all. And Kim was like, So do you think maybe Tristan shouldn't come around anymore? Maybe be, <laughs> yeah. maybe would be like a good idea. If maybe Tristan. Maybe we learned a
0: little lesson from him, this. Whole yeah. Thing. Maybe the
1: big takeaway from this is that like Tristan just shouldn't come around for things <laughs> like that. and It's just like if someone said it before and you like really didn't believe them, but like now you're hearing them say it again, it makes more sense to you. Like like you know like if someone was trying to be really protective of you earlier, but then you were like, I don't really know, and then like but now you
0: did that, and then like it was a huge or mistake or whatever or whatever or whatever. whatever you think whatever you think
1: what do I'm you just think so supportive i'm so supportive of. Whatever. it's only ever about you and what makes you happy yes and maybe and yes maybe people said maybe someone very beautiful Somebody had an opinion and they were right they were who right the entire who time it? who could but, remember who yeah, even whatever,
0: whatever. <laughs> um, no it's it's one of my it's actually one of my favorite kim moods to watch uh that like that kind of little shit story like she's yeah. not that that she's not above it, mm-hmm. you know, and that she is like like it, there are many and we specifically with Tristan where we've seen it's kind of surprises me at times that she is as able to like public. I love it. it, it well, in terms of just being like, fuck it.
1: There's fuck him. two things that are happening there. I think she truly does want to protect Chloe. Agreed. She also wants to. She desperately wants permission to punish Tristan. Yes. She wants vengeance cuz she's mad. Yeah. She's mad like that's the thing when you cheat on Chloe, you cheated on the whole family. Absolutely. And like we've felt that with people in our lives that when when someone I love is fucked with, just because they're forgiving you doesn't make me forgive a you. Mm-mm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like you have to deal with this too because I'm going to be in that life. And you aren't making shit right with me. And I want vengeance. Yep.
0: I feel that so much. I think it, that's what I mean is that there's something like really identifiable about yeah. it. And that she's like even as like kind of she has so much sheen on her and celebrity and is so restrained mm-hmm. in so many moments. And I like seeing her just be like a fucking angry older sister. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah,
1: um, Malika comes over, gives her a pep talk. Yes. Very sweet. In this scene I said did Malika just predict the Fourth of July earthquakes? Would she say? She I don't like, remember. It's like you're just you just had a huge earthquake and there's all these aftershocks <gasps> oh, <yeah>. now. <laughs> Talking about like Tristan and then all the little <laughs> things and I was like, oh my god, Malika, 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 did you just predict? Could you? L.A.'s earthquake? Could you not? Could you be more careful with that? Maliga. That was scary for people. Malika, Malika, please, don't. please. Are you a witch? Did you oh know this whole time? You? You've been a little witch. Um and then the next scene or yeah we have True playing with Chloe and true so cute. What a cute baby. And then she like picks up the phone and says dada and so she, Chloe's like, oh, all right, I'll call your dad." Aww. And then True immediately because she's a baby walks away and she's like great this is humiliating i have to call him now
0: <laughs> oh it was such a
1: real like it did oh, all great.
0: Of, i look stupid all of chloe's scenes were very <laughs> resonant and real i thought it, there was a very real raw chloe that we got it was very vulnerable of her um that's it for we for chloe it Good. feels like yes um, I think that we, um, we got a juicy thing
1: All right. And then we got Courtney and her 40th birthday slash being an ungrateful little twat.
0: Oh, my God. What a fucking nightmare. So
1: Courtney's trying on birthday dresses and Kim is doing what Kim does and saying like, I don't like that. She's being a bitch, but she's right she's being a like she's saying it in a bitchy way absolutely Mm -hmm. but she's saying like
0: she's like trying to make sure courtney looks good yeah and also we here's the thing though we know that that's kim's mo about fashion in particular Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. she is not embarrassed they had the flashback to the japan trip yeah she's just that is that is a space that she feels really confident and takes it professionally absolutely but
1: courtney gets so upset about it and she's just like I just wish Kim would say it in a nicer tone. It's like, Courtney, when have you ever, ever sugarcoated anything? If anything, you're just passive aggressive and make a snide remark that's even more infuriating than someone being like, that doesn't look good. You'll say things like, well, you, your opinion doesn't matter to me because you look like an
0: embarrassment. It's like, yeah, what? That's not better than saying I don't like that dress on you. Well, I think it's like the great hypocrisy of Courtney, which is like that. She it was like what was happening during her therapy season where she was like she expects to be treated with like a lot of sensitivity and empathy mm-hmm. and she does not extend it. No. And then she is like truly rocked. And then b- when that happened is when she cuts people to the core in yes. really shitty ways about like the motherhood stuff. Like it's this v- big, she's doesn't practice what she preaches not at all. And then is so angry yeah. and it's like, it just, she has no self perspective. I feel well, like,
1: and you know, it's funny cause I have in my day loved Courtney. Like she's been my front runner. Many but, times, but same year. Right now, she's going through
0: something, and her lack of self-awareness is very annoying for me to watch. I know I kind of thought we were watching her last season kind of break through and like she was going to come out like a bit like softer and more real and vulnerable and emotional and it's kind of like nope she's just sort of like calcified into like. To be fair there's no time
1: in between the seasons. You're right it is all one giant (laughs) season. It's been like five months of their lives we've been watching Um, so then we have the next scene is Kim trying on the Met Gowl
0: look oh my god this is when I was texting you yes when we got into this oh, so tell stuff. me yes i just what ends up happening here with this issue of like of them snipping about like their you know K- court being making fun of she makes fun of K- of kim's met gala look in front of all of uh terry Muggler's i'm saying it wrong mugler um M- yeah the designers kim's- team and like embarrasses kim also like Surely she could tell
1: there were people around. It
0: was and it is professionally like so truly rude. She calls it Nicki Minaj, uh, like Halloween mickey Nicki Minaj, and it's super super rude. And also Kim's like excited, yeah, and is like clearly visibly excited. And it's so obviously payback. And then this opens up because she's now insulted. <laughs> this designer's team, then this designer's assistant lets her know that actually Courtney's stylist has been hitting them up and trying to get... And here's the thing. This is how I define everything that unravels after this. (laughs) So watchable, so deeply fascinating. And also I was like, these people are so far up their own fucking asses. Oh my God. This is, this is like, there's many moments we've watched them like so out of touch. So unbelievably out of touch. And I was like, this is one of the more out of touch moments like of all time.
1: Oh yeah. Of all
0: time fighting over their stylists and their looks and how like my look is so different from your look. And she's like, I could wear
1: Courtney says I could wear the same designer as Kim, But the way we wear clothes is so different. I would never pick out anything that she would wear. She is just like truly shitting on Kim's looks left and right.
0: But it's like this crazy and then Chloe gets in the mix because then this escalates to this fight over i did write. i barely understand this designer fight it's so it, confusing because it spirals from terry mugler to this rick owens fight about yes. how like rick kim had a custom piece made for rick owens for red carpet rick owens asked it is actually kind of funny if you follow it then rick owens was like I really liked it as a standalone piece and was like are you cool with me reproducing it i'm gonna sell it in my store and, she, and kim was like yeah go ahead and then apparently Court Courtney's stylist went and bought it out at the store.
1: And then Courtney was like, I don't even like it. Like my stylist brings <laughs> me things that I wouldn't even wear. Like, the, yay. Nay. Send it back. Yes, send now. it back. And So like not only have you like it's
0: not i have you taken the option
1: for Kim to have these things out of the play but now you're like i don't even like them kim you're <laughs> disgusting and you wanna weird, but i'm classic and just also and like a good
0: mother i <laughs> blaming it all like i don't even know my stylist is just doing that who she cares just,
1: she's always blame like the, the time Who she could was like, work my assistant wo- is like not putting the right oh, that makeup enough, bag on the
0: plane. Two many lip liners. lip liners, not enough glosses. She's out of her fucking mind, but they both look crazy as hell. And it was I was texting you because I was like, this is one of the most like truly in the bubble conversations I've fights I've ever watched them have.
1: You know, those um, little memes where it's like nine boxes and it's like righteous. It's like yeah. mo- neutral chaos Kim yeah. is righteous evil. Yes. <laughs> like that's You're hard. right. It's like,
0: I agree with her, and she's so brutal. Yes. Yeah,
1: she's like, her point is if you want something, you should chat with me about it, and you should not be shitty about designers. Well, like, I also
0: think that, like, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I think that, like, Kim's deal in her mind, which I think is fair, is that she, via Kanye, opened the family up to high fashion yes the vogue cover which was like derided which they got a lot of shit for which vogue got a lot of shit for the like going to fashion week like the the move from oh yeah of of kim kardashian into a fashion person through kanye was really rough and made fun of a lot and she did it and now and then became you know became the toast of fashion and kanye too And so I think she has a really specific thing about like in the family not being respected as like, hey, I'm the person who made us like, fashion appropriate like fashion friendly people yeah. design who designers want to design for and she wants i think this respect that the rest of the family won't ever give her
1: yeah i mean they chloe is happy to do whatever kim
0: needs
1: <laughs> oh my um God. so then they're going to this event for oh, robert yeah. kardashian at UCLA, ucla for esophageal health like um, a, a whole new center that
0: they've named after him right so
1: Kim and Courtney, they're still fighting. They have so Courtney is recounting to Chloe on the way there in the car this fight that they have, and on the other side, Kim is recounting it to Chris. Yeah. And essentially, what it sounds like is that Courtney was like, "You like,
0: what God?" Kind of, she was. So, I, I, I didn't forget understand how the, the humanitarian the humanitarian and, piece. I like was very confused. I don't by. know how
1: it started, but she was just. Saying something like to Kim that was like kind of making fun of her humanitarian efforts. And so Kim is like, What the fuck do you do to make the world a better place? You do nothing. I'm trying to find it. I wish I
0: could. I I'm going to find the Let's see if I can it find It was hard because it was all of them paraphrasing to says, other people. Kim Kim and I just got in the biggest fight. She says Kim went crazy on her and is sending me the meanest text messages. Kim according to Courtney Kim called her the biggest ungrateful bitch after she felt Courtney was ungrateful for her help when she quote intervened when your stylist pulled the nastiest clothes for your birthday party. <laughs> okay. Courtney- <laughs> kim explained her side of the story to their mom chris explaining basically i just got into the biggest fight with courtney today she explains why she thinks her sister is a bitch like on another level after she tried to help her pick her birthday outfit <laughs> courtney said she didn't want her help because she doesn't like her style Where are you <laughs> We're, reading from? Uh, this is a summary on a, a website called screener okay in which courtney reminded her that kim is going to law school to become a lawyer asking her if she has anything better to worry about and that's when kim went off oh, on, so that's, that's what it was
1: it was like like don't and you have other things to worry? Aren't there more important issues in the world than what I'm wearing?
0: And then this is it. and then Kim went off on Courtney saying how she quote all of a sudden becomes a humanitarian even though she hasn't quote contributed 1 ounce to the world. And then proceeds to call Courtney a fucking fake humanitarian hoe. <laughs> a fucking fake
1: humanitarian uh hoe is so, so funny. funny. And then you can tell this gets to Courtney because <laughs> she starts crying. Yeah, that surprised me. And here's the thing Kim is absolutely right. Courtney is miserable. Yes. And Kim says it like she's just miserable and mad. And it's like, you're right. She is miserable. She really is right now. Courtney, as she's like, drying her eyes she says I don't take it personally I know it's nothing I'm doing it's like bitch yes it is it is it is what you're doing it's deeply personal do you think Kim is just going off and screaming at people no I don't believe I mean I don't know that it is specific to you bitch she's screaming at you because you're pissing her off (laughs) and then Courtney just like
0: truly is like I just want to leave for my birthday I don't even want it's like she that all she knows is to run away yeah absolutely Because she doesn't know how to be vulnerable and express herself. And so she pisses off everybody around her and then she runs away. And then so they
1: get into the gala or the whatever the event is. And Chloe makes a beeline for Kim. She's like, just so you know, she's been sobbing in the car. So let's be nice. And Kim's like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then they have whatever ceremony they have and they take pictures. And Kim starts immediately sniping at Courtney so hard. (laughs) Like, she can't stop it. And she's doing it in front of cameras because she's like, well, you can't do any Like, in Uh, front of, like, a whole crowd of people. It's not just, like, their cameras. It's like people are taking pictures of them. Yeah. It's like Uh, a photo op. She's so mean. She's a good bitch. She's a... She's, um, evil... Right to so evil. evil. Um, and then I said, I don't know if there's any other father in history who's been loved or missed as much as Robert
0: Kardashian. The ghost of Robert Kardashian. He haunts May us. May he never leave us. You should try to, um, you should have a crossover episode for Funny Feeling episode. Where we have, we conjure. The seance. Yeah. If we can bring, out, bring Robert Kardashian and we'll, it'll be like a cross pollinated up is that
1: how we get the kardashians to finally take notice of us that <laughs> i have robert kardashian haunting my house <laughs> they
0: will be here we also know that they think he's a ghost remember the stuff oh, yeah. with the light and like, like their phone shit guys and then we'll You're get dads in my house <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's it no, right? it's not. No, is there more? What's left? Um, well, we didn't even talk about the party. Oh shit! So we're starting giving Courtney gifts. Yes, of oh, the party, duh. And I had. Well, it's very funny because Kim does not give her a gift, no. and she's like, "Yours is coming tomorrow," and I, ah. we never see tomorrow. Never came because I think if, if giving Kardashian her your story. hand-me-down dress that you didn't want to wear is a gift, then that's not a gift. No. So, but so everyone, I had no idea how much Courtney was into Disney shit. Yeah,
0: me either.
1: Like, me either i think she's fully
0: regressed
1: yes i completely agree she's like gone to like some part of her childhood probably whenever chris broke up the family yeah and she wanted to run away from that and that is where she is i can fully agree chris got her a really cool gift though which was those like metal signs that yeah that show you where you parked i love those so i thought that was a cool scene um uh, so okay Courtney gets the Versace dress from Kim mm. and I so the she wears it to the party. I was so happy that finally she's like, Okay, I like this. Yeah, and it looked great. And Chloe <laughs> Chloe looked great in the dress, but that head thing, the head She scarf, loves
0: those little things. I did whatever love. that
1: is. She's done that look before. Yeah. She loves that look. And then I was like, Courtney why are you not dressed if there's 200 people at your house I know. <laughs> you don't know what you want to wear I know you're having it's items happening. pulled it's now it's it's we're doing this It's now um so then Scott so she's dressed she's downstairs Scott walks in looking amazing mm, he really did uh Courtney's hanging out with Travis Barker I was like is this when the rumors started <gasps> about them oh. dating oh Chevin and Courtney are talking. Chevin's like, okay, nice to see. Oh, oh, oh we are oh, doing oh, this. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, and you've cornered me and about, then, and you're outing me as being old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Older than yeah. Older than I want people like, to know. <laughs> I um, have had 10 facelifts. Honestly, <laughs> shut the
0: fuck I'm up. I'm
1: 29. And then the only other thing was the Sia and Robin Thicke oh, uh, yes. concert. Oh, yeah. And I literally had to turn away. It was too upsetting to watch. I, why I,
0: the Robin Thicke of it all. He's like their new um, Joe, what's his name that they love? Francis. Francis, He's like the new Joe Francis of the family. They love a man who
1: should be canceled. (laughs) (laughs) They love a canceled man. (gasps) Ah, Well, that's it. We did it. That's it. it. We did
0: it. Well, we're back in the groove. Back. Back Back in the recap. Groove, um, I'm so happy to be back. I missed you. I missed you. Um, we'll be here at the same time next week, um, guys. We will continue covering keeping up with the Kardashian Kardashians. I said it right. It sounded crazy for a second. Um, season 17. Kardashians? It's uh, I don't know what happened. That was like a brain fart where it sounded. It ab- <laughs> sounded like I'd made it like Italian. Like I added. A, yeah. Like I'd added a little extra to it. We release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, please. Rate and review. It helps so. So much. Check out our Twitter and our Instagram and like that old Facebook page. Email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run ins at carditionit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Cardition It. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called
1: Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode, we have a guest, and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media.
0: Why Mommy Drinks.
1: Campfire. This is Patrick. And this is Mark, co-host of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're your home for all things
0: Nintendo. On Tuesday, we're talking about the latest Nintendo news. And on
1: Thursday, we're doing deep dives into specific corners of the Nintendo universe. Ranking
0: the Koopa Kids.
1: Determining who the best Smash Fighter is. That's Nintendo Cartridge Society on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.